Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for this King. Hallelujah. For the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. He's sending this King God the Son, the Son of God, into the clouds any moment for His people, and we need to be ready. Oh, my name is Dove Schwartz. I'm here in northern Israel. Actually, you know what? I'm here in the city of the great King. Most often, every day, I promote this show from northern Israel, but actually, today I'm in Jerusalem. I'm at I'm in the city of the great King. Oh, listen, what an honor to be in Jerusalem today. What an honor to be with our special guest that's on the program. So she's going to quietly pray along while I lead us in prayer for this special and very challenging and unique program for we who are listening today. Oh, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, uh, we're together today. Yes, I'm speaking, but we're also listening for you from your word, by your spirit, to operate through this program and prepare our hearts, minds, and lives to be ready for the coming of Messiah Jesus. Bless our special guest today. Bless our listeners today and help us to be pleasing to you today. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, we ask this in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, once again, we have a special guest who's no stranger to watch Therefore, yet always a blessing to have her with us. She is the head honcho, if you will, the director of Biad Chaim Israel Pro-Life. They have offices all across Israel. They're saving babies from abortion in the Holy Land. Oh, oh, listen, this, this abortion thing is, is, is so serious to God. And thankfully, it, it should be, and it is serious to us at Blessing Israeli Believers. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand the microphone over to Sandy Shoshani, who's with us once again. She has things on her heart. I can see that in her eyes today. And um, we just uh, observed the Yom HaShoah. It's a day to stop and remember the Holocaust that took place against the Jewish people from at the hand of the Nazis. And about six million Jewish people were killed, murdered. And, and many would say that's the worst Holocaust that's ever happened in the history of humanity yet. There's a worse Holocaust taking place right now. Uh, a primary hub of this program is in Houston, Texas. Now, the program goes all over the world, but this program, a hub, is in Houston, Texas, where the second largest abortion clinic in the world is. They kill about around somewhere 10,000 babies a year in that building, in that one building. There's others all across Houston, right? And, and so uh, the Holocaust is taking place in Houston. And all over the world, about 46 million babies every year are murdered. No, the worst Holocaust in history is not history. It's currently taking place right now. And so we're going to talk about that today. And, and Sandy, you have some, some thoughts about that. First, introduce yourself to our listeners again, and then share what is on your heart with our listeners. Yeah, as you said, my name is Sandy Shoshani. I'm the National Director of Israel Pro-Life, which in Hebrew is Ba'ad Chaim Pro-Life. We have offices across Israel, as far south as Elat, as far north as Tiberias and uh, Akko. And the thing that burns in my heart, you know, on last 
couple of days ago, we celebrated, as you said, celebrated, we, we remembered the Holocaust. And how do we do that in Israel? We have um, many ceremonies. We also have a siren that goes off, and we stand still for two minutes and remember those who were lost. And as I stood there, and I know all the Israelis say this, never again, Lord, never again shall we have this. But as I stood there, I remembered that in the Holocaust, there were a million and a half children who lost their lives. And as a sign read that I saw in Paris on the schools, it said, children were taken from these schools simply because they were Jews. And it broke my heart. But, you know, I just thought, simply because they were Jews, they died in the Holocaust. But simply because babies in the womb are yet unseen because they haven't come out, these babies are losing their lives. One and a half million children in the Holocaust <clears throat> Sorry, and two million children have died in Israel through abortion. Well, this, it, it, you know, in countries where genocide has taken place, the the people have been anesthetized and deceived with certain wrong ways of thinking. And 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 Sandy, we were talking about that before the program. It's a matter of them being people. And, 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 and so I'm going to introduce this thought. I go to Rwanda frequently where there was a genocide in 1994. And, of course, Yad Vashem is the Holocaust Memorial here in Jerusalem. And there's one in Washington, D.C. as well. And you go through there and you see certain things I'm going to ask you to talk about. And I walk through the one in Rwanda and the things the Hutus did to the Tutsis, a million Tutsis were killed in 100 days, men, women, and children, brutally massacred, and babies as well. There's something they had to do to get the people to a place where they would ex- accept this and then participate in it. And it's a matter of personhood, and I'd ask you to discuss that with our listeners today. Yeah, that's, that's a terribly sad thought, but I, I think I've seen a poster that had an, a picture of... Uh, a black man in the 1860s, and it said, not a person with welts on his back. And I saw that same poster had a person, a Jewish person, skin and bones in the Holocaust, and said, not a person. And then a picture of the baby, not a person. We need to have the Father's eyes. We need to see those babies in the womb as human beings, as people. And what defines life? Life is defined by a heartbeat and a brainwave. That baby is a baby by cells, Cells that are being reproduced from the moment of conception. And I think a lot of us have seen now on YouTube that there's a spark of light that happens when the baby is conceived. There you have it. The baby is conceived. Sperm, egg come together. Spark of light. The light is God's presence in the life of every human being from the moment of conception. It doesn't matter if I can see them. God sees them. It doesn't matter if I know their name. God has given them a name. That baby has a purpose and a calling from the moment that God has ordained for them to be alive on this earth. It's not up to me. It's up to God. You know, during the Holocaust, there is a story which I believe is true, that the trains were running past the churches on their way to the extermination camps. And the people, of course, in those trains who were packed in with no space even to sit down, just packed and packed and screaming out loud, save us, help us, particularly as they went past the, the populated areas or the churches where they see anybody outside, they'd be screaming, help us, get us out of here. And the people in the church on a Sunday morning just kept singing. And, and they say, sing louder, play the music louder, that we won't hear to drown out the screaming. 
Is that really what we want to do today when the blood of the innocent children is calling out on our land? Just like God said to Cain about Abel, the blood of your brother is calling out on the land. And these babies who have no voice, they're calling out rescue. The word of God says, rescue those who are being led to slaughter in in Proverbs chapter 24. Rescue those who are being led to slaughter. And in Psalm 82, it says, defend the cause of the weak and fatherless. Maintain the rights of the poor and the oppressed. Rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. We need to be those who take a stand. We can't be singing in our churches louder and louder when we have the babies being slaughtered by abortion. And you know, I know a lot of people say, yeah, but isn't there a reason for abortion? Well, I haven't found the reason yet, to be quite honest. I mean, why would a baby... Why would his life have to be taken because the mother has a difficult life circumstance? How does that justify taking his life? I mean, that baby has been created by God in God's image. And I want to say, you know, here in Ba'ad Chaim, we don't care if the baby is Jewish or Arab or Palestinian or whatever he is. Maybe he's from Africa. His mother is a Sudanese refugee. I don't care. The rain falls on the good and the evil. The rain falls on every one of us. And God cares for every human being. And as people who say that we love God, we have to have the same heart as God. We have to see people with the Father's eyes. The Father's eye sees every individual as a human being deserving of life, the basic need. You know, uh, Sandy, uh, all you have said is so compelling. And I pray that it does compel our listeners to take this very seriously. You know, like you said, and I've said this before too, that if if the blood of Abel cries out for vengeance, as Cain killed Abel, it speaks of in Genesis, what must the cries of 46 million babies a year sound like in the ears of a holy God in terms of vengeance? Oh, the day is coming. You know, I I say this, in Sodom and Gomorrah, they thought they were having a good old time until that last night in Sodom, and they were finished. There's going to come a day in Houston, there's going to come a day across America where the last baby will be murdered, and then God will stop it. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. We pray for those who work in abortion clinics. Repent, come out, be saved by Jesus. Stand for life, repent. We cry out to them, oh, please be saved and forgiven. Uh, Don't go to hell and stand before God before them. In this sin, don't do it. But there's coming a day where God himself personally will take vengeance. And there will not be any babies slaughtered anymore in America or any place else in the world. Now, we've got to take a break for a moment. And during this break, we want to proclaim to you this ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers. And interestingly, this ministry, uh, one of our, our biggest, most important partners is Biad Chaim. And, and, and so Blessing Israeli Believers is a ministry that has this mission statement. We exist to uniquely bless and empower Israeli followers of Messiah Yeshua, Jesus to be the shining light to Israel and the nations of the world. And we pray that's what we're doing right now with this radio program, is being a light to bless you and to remind you, oh, we're all going to, as believers in Jesus, stand before God at the judgment seat of Christ, and we're going to give an account on what we did with the with the responsibilities we have as his followers. And so we proclaim to you, be ready 
Do something. Do not sit on the sidelines, especially if you live in a place where babies are being slaughtered all around you. Yeah. So also we have this important tour that's coming up. And Sandy, we're going to come over and see you personally. Like where I'm sitting now, we're going to have some people on our tour here. Uh, and, and so go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. We're going to tour the land of Israel at the Feast of Tabernacles. An exciting time we're going to have together. Time's running out to sign up. Go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. There's a full itinerary there. Prices, details, all that good stuff. Also, get on our monthly newsletter with Blessing Israeli Believers at that website and with this free monthly monthly newsletter you're kept up to date so you have a good uh, opportunity to pray for some of the believers here in the land now having said that uh, there's another passage in psalm 68 sandy that we talked about and i'd ask you to read that to our listeners and talk about that a little bit because it speaks of the very nature and character of abba father our father in heaven so would you share that uh, with our listeners today. Psalm 68, 5. It's, it's so important. And um, are you ready to do that? Psalm 68, 5. A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. And I want to add a bit from 6. For God sets the lonely in families, and he leads forth the prisoners with singing. And the thought that I had is that God is not desirous to bring judgment. God is desirous to see all men come to the knowledge of the truth and be healed. And so if you know somebody who's thinking of abortion or somebody who's had an abortion, God's desire is to bring them to the knowledge of the truth. And the truth is that he wants to lead the prisoners out with healing. He wants to see release and healing in our lives. For He cares for us. He's not trying to judge us and say, woe to you. He's trying to say, my people come back to me. And in many ways, I feel like we have to have a voice like Jonah who went to the city of Nineveh and said, repent and return because God otherwise will bring judgment. But if you repent and return, he'll bring you peace. And we're just calling out here today and saying, please, please come back to the Lord and help those who are going the wrong way. Be a voice like Jonah. Be a voice for God in the wilderness to those who don't know otherwise. And speak to the women who've had abortions and say, God wants to bring healing and restoration. God wants to give you peace in him now. So, so important and so well said. Thank you, Sandy. And and I, I want our listeners to, to remember, or and for the first time for some to hear this, that um, our little congregation, Calvary Chapel, Beth Shalom in Pearland, um, I, the Lord showed me to start off with this. Uh, we had a Goliath come down day of prayer where we stood across from that Planned Parenthood building that has that kills all those babies every year, uh, the second largest abortion clinic in the world, and we prayed and said, Lord, please bring this Goliath down. We prayed and prayed and prayed. We know others are praying as well, not nearly enough. The streets are usually empty. There's not many Christians there praying, but we know that all over the country there are a remnant who are, there is a remnant who's praying. And, and so soon after that, we saw the revelation across the nation in the news of what Planned Parenthood is doing. And we see that as an answer to prayer. Sadly, most Americans don't care. Sadly, they don't care that they take the babies they've murdered and then sell their parts their body parts. They don't care. You can care and you can pray 
Think of this. I got a, 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 uh, an email video from Ray Jensen, the new pastor there at Calvary Chapel, Beth Shalom in Pearland. And he and about four others were standing outside that building praying and singing to the Lord and trusting the Lord to save more babies and to shut that wicked place down. And we do. We stand with the Lord to see that wickedness shut down. And we ask you, what will you do? Will you obey these scriptures? Will you operate with the Father's heart to be a father to the fatherless? Will you be part of praying for them to be delivered from the hand of the wicked? We do, we do not in any way, shape, or form assert or promote any kind of violence or human physical uh, violent intervention. We say we trust the Lord and we, we cry out to the Lord. But we do say go and pray. Go and, tr- go and petition the Lord. Join others who will do so and, and, and act in other ways that are lawful and legal to, to cry out to the Lord and see these babies uh, uh, set free from the hand of the wicked, that they might be born and live uh, lives here. Now, now, Sandy, with just a few minutes, I would ask you uh, to, uh, to please speak to those who are listening who, who may need a prayer now, and, and a message of, of healing and forgiveness. Maybe there's a, a ladies listening who have, who have had abortions. Maybe there are men listening who, you know, it takes two to tango, right, who have been part of that process as well uh, that turned out into an abortion. Would you speak to them today and ask, um, ask, the, ask for the Lord's blessing and in, in, in healing upon them? Yes, Lord, we ask you now for those who feel like they're not even seen who feel like they're invisible, who nobody cares about because nobody really knows them. For those who've had abortions or been involved with things that they feel ashamed of, we ask you, Lord, to let them know that you see them, that you are a God of the lonely, that you are a God of the fatherless, that you are a God of the brokenhearted, and that your hand is never too short to reach into that and lift us up and put our feet on a rock and put a new song in our mouth. And I ask you, God, for those who feel unforgiven, for those who feel rejected or lonely, as though they've been orphaned in their lives, I ask you to reach now into the pit of their lives, into that lonely, broken place, and bring them up now into your arms, into your care, into your forgiving Ah, the forgiveness of your Holy Spirit. I ask you, Lord, as the Holy Spirit is a comforter now, comfort their hearts and bring them into level ground and set their feet in a wide place that they can live the lives that they have to the fullness that you've given them. You have declared in each of our lives freedom. You are set the captives free and you want to bring new life and new joy and new freedom. And you said that Yeshua has come to give us fullness of joy. The enemy has come to steal and destroy and to kill, but you have come to give us fullness of joy. And so for those who feel like their lives have been wrecked by the enemy, they've maybe killed a baby or maybe their lives themselves have had some kind of abuse. We ask you now, Lord, freedom and fullness of joy and help them to find the place that you have given for them in their lives. Now to walk in that freedom, it was for freedom that Christ came, that you might be set free from the enemy. Thank you, Lord, 
Thank you, Lord. Release and freedom and courage to step out of the places that they've been in, the bonds that they've been chained to, the patterns of lives that have held them back. Freedom and courage to step out and say, God, today is the day of new beginnings. Today, I want to be a new creature in the Messiah Yeshua. The old things have passed away and new things have come. Hallelujah. Sister, brother, you are a new creature in Christ and you were released from the past. Walk in your freedom. For, for freedom, Christ has set you free. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Wow. Wow. I'm very thankful for the operation of the Holy Spirit through Sister Sandy Shoshani today. And that's because of Jesus' love for you who are listening today. You know, a very um, uh, scholarly man who was uh, esteemed by many, uh, as the story goes, was dying. And uh, one of his uh, students and disciples uh, asked uh, before he died of what, of this, he asked this question, what, what is the most profound thing from the scriptures you could share with me before you depart? And, and here's what the wise old man said in answering. Here it is. Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. That, that is the profound thought. And so uh, remember that. Take that with you today. And remember that he loves those precious babies. And he wants you to be part of the solution. He wants you to be part of the grace and mercy for those babies. Amen. And I've learned this personally. That if you love what the Lord loves. If you have Abba's heart. Things to the whole this whole life. There's a mean old world out there, but this life takes on a whole different perspective when you abide in Messiah Yeshua and you receive his love and you give his love. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sandy, so much for being on the program with me today and blessing our listeners. Uh, Another couple closing announcements. Remember, the ministry that has brought this program to you today is Blessing Israeli Believers. We're here in the city of the great king, as our Lord Jesus called Jerusalem. We're here proclaiming his life and ministry. Uh, We're proclaiming his death, burial, and resurrection. We're proclaiming that Jesus is alive and he's coming again soon. And we encourage you to go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. As you financially and prayerfully partner with Blessing Israeli Believers, you help keep this program on the air. Also, you can give directly to Watch Therefore by listening to the contact information that's going to come up in just a moment. Also, remember, this Blessing Israeli Believers Feast of Tabernacles Israel Tour. Wow, we've got like 19 signed up so far. Others who say they're about to sign up and many who are following the tour on the tour website. So go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. There's an itinerary there. We believe many more uh, are going to come in with us. Uh, Lord willing, he has a set number. He knows who's coming. If you're one of the people who's supposed to come on this tour, don't miss it. Don't miss it. Uh, Pursue the Lord and uh, see if he would have you to come to Israel with us in October. And... uh, we ask you also to consider getting on our monthly newsletter. Uh, it's such a great way. We have such wonderful partners who receive our letters monthly and uh, pray for the Israeli believers who are featured in that month's letter. And there are times when Sandy's ministry, she is featured uh, in the letter as well. So go to blessingisraelibelievers.com for all that. Well, as we, as we like to close the program uh, this way, please listen very carefully. 
Watch therefore. Messiah Yeshua is coming any moment. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv and mail... Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.